Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. Do you think that Vegas had the worst day? Of all the teams that blew games, we still have to get to Cleveland. But do you think that Vegas's loss is the worst one? Um... 20 to nothing at halftime. I'm, I'm 23 to, to 7 in the fourth quarter. No, Baltimore's is worse. Ba- ba- Baltimore's is worse because I feel like Baltimore legitimately thought that they were a Super Bowl contender. And Yeah, but Baltimore obviously- went up against a team that we both thought was good. That's, we like that- Miami. And I know, and we don't like Arizona. I know, I know. But, I mean, 35-14 in the second half. Baltimore with the lead against Tua and you're healthy. Yeah. I don't understand. I, I don't understand how that happens, but the Vegas thing, dude, they, that game deserved to end in a tie. Ne- neither team deserved to win. Like Kyler. Had really? Some- yeah. I thought dude. the way Murray played in the fourth quarter, he deserved it. That was incredible. That's why you make him one of the highest paid. That was him at his best. That throw with. It's amazing. It's amazing. To AJ Green to force overtime was sublime, and and the two point conversion play was incredible. But the two point conversion play from was from the fucking seven. That's the play I'm talking about. I'm talking about that throw after the delay. Uh, okay, of game yeah, 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 yeah. In, in, to in, force incredible. OT, in, incredible. I mean, the touchdown was great too. Yeah. Um, but the uh, but you're down eight. You're driving down the field. You know, obviously, if you score. You have to go for two. How do you take you, – you use your last time out with the clock stopped on the drive, and then you take a delay a game because there's confusion. After Vegas the, took a timeout. Uh, after Vegas took a timeout on the two-point conversion play. Yeah. What the well, hell King, are you doing? And well, then King's, Renfro fumbles twice in overtime. Back-to-back plays. Like – it was just it was so sloppy, man. I I, I was not impressed with either. Well, uh, of you know what? But, but, but Kyler, to your point, had moments he, that like there's like three quarterbacks in the league who could have made some of those plays that I, he made in the fourth quarter. I thought that game was perfect because it really symbolized what both teams are all about. Both teams have moments that make you think they're championship worthy, and then they have moments where you're just like, "Fuck this team." Yeah. And it all happened within a 60, 70-minute game today. 
Like my guy Isaiah Simmons had the forced fumble for the game winner. I was happy right. for him to to finally Clemson have on Clemson crime. But yeah. like the first half, the Raiders looked like okay. They lost a game to to the Chargers last week. Not not a mortal sin. They'll be fine. Waller catches a touchdown pass. Uh, Adams catches a touchdown pass. It's all good. And then they had forty two passing yards in the second half of the game. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was – both of those teams are, are frauds. But I, I thought that what you said last week of uh, – that they were just going to impose on them. It looked like it in the first half. It looked like they were going to rout them. Uh, all right, I know you wanted to – you want to gloat here. You you love when Cleveland loses, and you picked the Jets back-to-back weeks in an upset special. You got this one somehow because Nick Chubb didn't just sit down, and he wanted to get his third rushing touchdown of the game. So can you gloat for picking an upset special when the Browns had the game won? Yes, because Chubb, Chubb ha- has has slid down or run out of bounds, or not run out of bounds, but he's done that before. I think it was last year. He, instead of scoring an easy touchdown, he stopped the clock on a long run. Do you remember that? Like he had like a 90-yard touchdown run or something. Oh, okay. Or yeah, should have. Yeah, 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 yeah. He should have, and all the fantasy people went nuts because he didn't score. So he's done it before, reputationally. Apparently, Stefanski said that he forgot to tell them not to go in, that the Jets coming out of the two-minute warning had no timeouts. Like, that's (laughs) coaching malpractice. And then the confluence of events that allow for 37-year-old Joe Flacco to score two touchdowns in less than two minutes, where just like the Ravens game, a guy gets wide open behind everybody. Yep. Onside kick recovery, and then bang, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson's a uh, he's a player. He's on a terrible team with a with a quarterback or soon a, another quarterback that can't get him the ball maybe in Zach Wilson. But I like him a lot. That was a yeah, good was, pick by them. Yeah, he, I, yeah, he looks like a great draft pick. Well, I was thinking about Zach Wilson when Flacco does that, right? Like Zach Wilson doesn't win that game, correct? I agree. And so. They obviously will go to him, obviously, because you have to know you, you're not winning anything of substance with Flacco, obviously. But games like that do detriment to quarterbacks like Zach Wilson, especially in that town. It just shortens the leash because people believe that they could be winning if they had even replacement level quarterback play. So, like, when he's back and he's healthy, he'll play. But I was thinking about, like, you don't want to pull the, the the cord on your quarterback too soon. But like, is, that, is that a win for the Jets that if it ultimately doesn't give them – if it gives them, like, less time to evaluate Wilson in the future, is that going to actually be one of those, like, win the battle, lose the war? Well, I mean, I think it hurt Wilson last year that Mike White beat the Bengals. Right, exactly. Same thing. Same thing. The Jets fans believe that they are not good, obviously, but that like the quarterback is the biggest problem. And so Zach Wilson's in a real tough spot if he sucks. Tony Romo said that that guy was going to be the next Pat Mahomes. Like, and I believe in Romo as an analyst still. I'm like one of the. You do? Yeah, I do. Oh, I think he's just stopped trying. Yeah, I think he I worries what? about tea times and gets to the broadcast booth like 15 minutes before it's go time, and Nance probably resents him for it. 
I think that that's probably true too, but I think he knows what good quarterbacking is. And so I, I like, I still want to believe that there's something there in Zach Wilson, but he's shown none of it. Your football team, New York giants two two and oh, we are not even close to calling them good though. Right. They're still no. bad. No, I think, I think the store, look, I think they're finding ways to win games that they would have otherwise lost the last few years, like I think of the Denver game in week one last year, they lost to Atlanta at home. They were losing games in September against bad teams when the schedule was soft and they dug themselves a hole. And, you know, Joe Judge graciously stepped into that grave and was done. But, you know, they're they're a rebuilding team that's in a weird spot because they're in cap hell from their previous GM and they've got a quarterback that's probably a lame duck. So. This is like the year before you probably get the next wave of Giants players in there that you hope to win with. I don't think any Giant fan, any right-minded Giant fan would look at the first two games and think that they've got the quarterback right, but they might think they have the coach right. You know, I mean, that's huge. Obviously, Um, you know, it's a, it's a honeymoon period for, for Dable because the key is going to be assuming they draft a quarterback is, he'll be judged on if he can turn the next quarterback into the next Josh Allen. Like that's, that's how he's going to be judged. And now these wins are putting you in a spot to draft a lesser talent at quarterback. And I know that that's something that like talk show hosts have the luxury of thinking of and coaches and players try to try to win every game, but it's a complete mirage. I mean, Daniel Jones, he he should have thrown a pick six right before the half. Like the guy still can't see a linebacker just dropping into coverage who's right there in front of him. It's unbelievable how you could be four years into the NFL, be a top ten pick, and still be that bad at processing. It's it's the it's Mitch Trubisky. It's it's the exact mm-hmm. same thing. And so, you know, we talk about like giving guys leashes or whatever. Like, yeah, you're saying he's a lame duck quarterback. It's kind of remarkable. That he got that he that he well, lasted this long, and the and the Panthers buy low on Mayfield. It was better yeah. than the Sam Darnold option, but we're seeing the same guy in from Cleveland last year. He was fourteen to twenty nine for one forty five today. He's not a force multiplier quarterback. He's not somebody yeah. that makes the supporting cast around him better. Everything and, and needs to be perfect, and he's got a terrible coach who's now lost nine games in a row. Who's probably yeah. going to be the first coach fired. Oh God! They showed a stat during the game. Uh, if the Panthers allow more than seventeen points, Matt rules like one in nineteen. <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, it's it's just it's insane. And McCaffrey had over a hundred yards today, mm-hmm. but it didn't look easy. Like I don't I don't I don't know if he's got the same explosiveness there and so they they, they're drawn dead also this game man i I wanted to check the odds i for i'll pull i'll pull it up as we talk indy jacksonville jacksonville kicked their ass loved it there was nothing fluky about that game i mean i know that indy has a terrible injury report probably the worst in the league through through two games but are is this we we both liked indy Is, is this a buy low spot for, for Indy in the AFC South, or were we just wrong and they're bad? When you say in the AFC South, do you mean to win the division or do you mean to just make the playoffs? I would say to win the division would be where you could get odds right now. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do it. 
because I think Jacksonville's better than them. And I know that Jacksonville, even when they're at their worst, beats them in Indy. They've won eight straight games against them there. It's a house of horrors for the Colts. We talked about it on Friday that they just can't win there. Reich's never won there in his career as a head coach with the Colts. He always loses in Jacksonville. They had Leonard out. They had Pierce out. They had Pittman out. But their offensive line looked awful. Ryan can't move. He so, can't move, man. But we knew that. Yeah. But the they've whole got point was that he was supposed to be able to have a running game and an offensive line, so he didn't have to move. Right. The whole point was they were supposed to have a top five offensive line. I didn't see that today. Josh Allen, the other guy, had two sacks and a forced fumble. So we'll see. They both games were on the road, but they were games that the Colts were favored in. That's the difference. They they had to start away from Indy, but they were very, very winnable games. I I just eight point favorite and a four point favorite today. You got to win those games, Danny. Or at least go one and one, worst case scenario in division. So producer Bill is putting it in the chat. He sees plus 135 for the Colts. They're still the favorite in the South. And I see a plus 140 on the board. The Jaguars are plus 340. Love it. It's Colts, Titans, Jags. That is crazy. That's Trevor Lawrence looks good. Yep. I, I yes, he did. And Christian Kirk's off to a good start. He had two touchdowns today for them. Not, not everyone's laughing at that signing at the moment. I know. I mean, and Christian Kirk, honestly, might be the most popular player in the NFL because of what he did for the other receivers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He got he got everybody paid immediately. Everyone's like, oh, Christ. <laughs> trade Tyreek Hill, trade A.J. Brown, sign him, sign him, sign him, sign yeah, him. Yeah, that, that's a domino that really – Started a lot of chain reaction in the NFL, which is crazy to think about in hindsight. And he looks good. Yeah, he does. He looks he looks legitimately good. I was very wrong on that, but yeah, I uh, I would not bet India at that price at at plus one thirty five. No, thank you. Um, Detroit, Washington, my Lions, my sneaky Lions, love their over six and a half before the season. Are we ready to say that this is not one but two good offensive football teams? I'm not ready to say that, but I think today, sure? yeah, I am. I'm still well. Let me say this about the Lions: you can sit here, and if you're a Lions backer like you are, look at the first two games. Goff throws four touchdowns. Swift has another big game at less than 100. percent St. Brown has another touchdown and like, looked explosive as hell. Yep. But I think the biggest development for them is that Hutchinson had three sacks. Yep. I think they need that difference maker on defense. I think they need that guy to be someone like a Micah Parsons or a Chase Young before he got hurt effect on a defense. And I had my doubts about him, but you know, he answered the bell big time today. And another game where the Lions were starting to let Washington back into it. And when that happens, the Lions usually lose. So that's a ch- they, they, they They've been competitive in both games. They were competitive a lot last year, though. So I'm not going to, like, give them brownie points or plaudits for playing close games. But this is, I, I was not expecting to witness many games this year where Jared Goff looked just about perfect with four touchdown passes, Danny, even against yeah, Washington. Yeah, I mean, but so it's back-to-back weeks where the Lions have – Hung a huge number, right? The it was th- 35 and 36. DeAndre Swift looks amazing, even when he came into the game as a game time decision. 
And Carson Wentz has put up back-to-back games where he was a monster. He was over 300 yards with three touchdowns today. And uh, once again, completed passes to eight different receivers. These are these are I'm not saying they're good teams necessarily, but these are over teams. Like the, the, these are teams that I feel like because of the quarterback, the market and the public is going to still underrate a bit when it comes to when these totals get posted. I I am a believer in both of them as like good backdoor cover teams, good garbage time score teams, well, good, just 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 over teams like you want to talk and, about and, a and fun watches man that that was that was an entertaining big 12 style nfl football game you want to talk about a backdoor cover how yeah. about atlanta down 28 to 3 in the third and if not for a jalen ramsey interception late they had a chance to beat the rams in la today i mean it was ridiculous blocked punt touchdown, touchdown. then third and four Everyone in the world knows that Stafford's keying into Cooper Cup coming in motion into the slot, converts it, no problem, fumble. Mm-hmm. Like, just a ridiculous sequence of events for everyone in the world who had Atlanta plus 10 or 10 and a half uh, <laughs> to, co- to come back and, and cover in this spot. But you had said that if the Rams win close, it's a style, it's a, it's a you know, the BCS style, it's a style points game so are you are you downgrading the rams as an nfc contender because they only won by four even though they were dominant yeah super fluky way for that game to be close yeah i can't like if 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 it's flipped uh if it's flipped then it's rams 13 falcon 7 and their offense looks like it's stuck in the mud then i have a different take on the game right but because stafford started 12 for 12 cup had a couple of touchdowns they took their foot off the gas against a horrible football team that's and, how I'm going to choose to look at this. had life. Robinson showed a little bit of life. He had like four or five catches. Yeah, yeah but I mean, he also he... made like multiple targets in the in the end zone. Yeah, like they ca- caught caught the one touchdown. It was a bad throw by Stafford for the other. Like he he didn't even look at him in in week one, and now he's targeting repeatedly in in the end zone. Like to me, that was a that's a good sign for like they actually believe that Allen Robinson isn't a corpse. So I yeah I I, I was curious I because I. I you, I don't normally think of the NFL as a style points thing, but I thought that they absolutely passed the eye test today, and then yep. just weird, weird things happen late. Um, what we have a doubleheader in week two of Monday Night Football this uh, this week. So, and it's not are- really a real doubleheader because it's not the old it's seven split, o'clock yeah. game and then the Pacific time yeah, like zone. The Chris late Berman, Chargers Raiders special. With Mike Golick in the booth or something with him. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, right. So the one game starts at like 6.15 Central. The other starts at 7.30 Central. Uh, Bills-Titans, Eagles-Vikings. Bills are a huge favorite. We haven't seen him since the opener. And Eagles-Vikings has one of the highest totals on the board. Should be a pretty fun night of football. Um, do you have any big takeaways for either of the games or any picks? I do. I've got I've – got- Takes on both sides. I guess I'll start with the Vikings and Eagles one just because, you know, that's, I think, the bigger of the two matchups. It's interesting. This game, there's been no Cousins sucks in primetime talk. Like, that motif or that theme has completely gone away. 
He won. He's won his last two Monday night football games. That used to be something that people in our business talk about. Apparently he's silenced them or at least played well enough where that's no longer something that follows the guy uh, around. And then the other thing, and I have to give Philadelphia credit for this is that they obviously fucked up and they picked Jalen Rager ahead of Justin Jefferson. And now they're going to have to go up against the guy tonight. But if you're an Eagles fan, there's, I, in my opinion, all the sting or suffering that would come with like, we picked a receiver and we picked the wrong one and a great receiver went with the next pick. It's gone because you have AJ Brown. Well, like, it's I, not gone. Yes, you it is. To, no, you had to give up picks and money to get them as opposed to just picking them and having them on a rookie deal. And football's all about getting production for cost. Yeah, right? but maybe you wouldn't have Devontae Smith. Maybe you wouldn't have picked him in the next draft. You know, now you've yeah, got two Justin, potentially Justin, great Justin receivers. He's going to win Offensive Player of the Year this year, man. Guy's going to have two thousand yards as a receiver, and he's probably going to have two hundred yards tonight against your team. I, I don't think it's gone, but uh, it would be for me. It, fair enough. They they've they've done a very nice job building their team. I think that Jefferson's going to have a monster, but the Eagles are going to win. I, I think I think that they are a better, more talented team, and I think the Bills are going to win by three touchdowns. I think. I well, think here comes your anti-Titans bias again. You can't stand that team. Well, it's, it's two things though. It's 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 the anti-Titans and it's the the Bills are awesome. And we just saw what the Rams did after extra rest from playing on the first Thursday and then coming back. They haven't played football game in like two weeks, and, and they're the best team in the damn yeah, league. But let me and say this opener. But, yeah, but let me say this about Buffalo. They had a tendency last year to whenever it looked like they were going to assert themselves as a great team, they would have dry spells or funks at various times in their season where they they, they were either going to win a game and they lost outright. They got blown out by the Colts at home. They couldn't stop Taylor. Um, you know, they I think they had a stretch where they lost like five of eight last year. So I'm not as high on them as other people. You know, I get why they were the favorites coming into the year. They didn't really lose anything on offense. They added Von Miller to a number one defense. Like there are a lot of holes, but I just wonder the thing that, you know, Tennessee is going to do for as overrated as you and I think they might be or is bad. They're going to come out in this game and they're just going to try to bully Buffalo around. And that's worked for them against the bills. That formula has worked against them. They've either blown them out or they've played super close, ugly games against them, Danny. So if the Bills are going to really prove, show people that hey, we we are the we're better than Kansas City, we're the best team in the NFL. On paper, they're so much better than Tennessee. It shouldn't be a game, but I have a feeling it will be. Yeah, I think that they finished the season strong and then opened the season strong. That I think that they're going to do it uh, and 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 cover this big number. But I was just looking ahead. So they go long break, and now it's short week on the road in Miami. That's going to be an awesome week three game. And when they and when they put the CBS graphic up during the Bengals Cowboys game, that was like the lowest listed one o'clock game. Bills no, no, at no, Dolphins. That, that, that should be. That should be. I, I mean, I can look at the. We can't. Here. We can't send Greg Gumble and Adam Marchaletta to go call. No, Bills no. And Dolphins. That's got to be Nansen Romo. It's not a doubleheader weekend for CBS. 
Right, because Green Bay Tampa is the is the prime game on on Fox at, at four twenty five Eastern. Yeah, that Chiefs has and Colts. They no, had no, as the no. marquee game. Oh, send 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 Nance and Romo to to Miami. I want no I want no part of the Chiefs boat racing the Colts by four touchdowns. I do not need that in, in my life. So I hope I, ho- I hope the Bills win tomorrow night just so that that Bills Dolphins game. Is a AFC East battle two two and O teams with like the Bills is like a three and a half four point favorite. Uh, all right, good stuff. Thanks to Bill for sitting in for Spencer. Subscribe, rate, review. We'll be back after. Uh, oh, Steelers Browns. Steelers yep. Steelers Browns week three Thursday night football. Every game, every team, every episode. It's first in pod. See you, pony. See ya.